I'm so glad that Zoom tells us now when shit has started recording. That is so cute, Zoom. Good on y'all. Yeah, I mean, there are times when we start the podcast and thinking, we've been talking for 30 minutes and none of it's been recorded. Y'all, like that has been like the worst experience ever. When we'll, when we'll stop and we'll be like, did it get any of that? No. <laughs> so what happened? What's your story for the week, Belmars? Well, it's a funny story I had with my little brother star dragon so of course i he was going to walmart and he's and he asked me do you need anything i said okay just get me some multivitamins for women i don't care what brand as long as they're gummy uh i should have been more specific so he came back and it's like centrum like gummies for women 50 plus and i just <laughs> what the fuck i'm thinking that black don't crap yeah, like 50 plus vitamins. I'm thinking like, oh, I didn't know it was the 50 part. I, I was been cracking up with that all weekend. I'm thinking, what the hell? That's that's fantastic. He said, I'm trying to I'm trying to get your skin in order now. Like no one will be able to tell when you actually have to start taking those vitamins, what age you are, because you've been taking those 50 plus vitamins, them extra strength vitamins since you were in your 20s, bitch. You're welcome. I'm thinking, yeah, whatever. I just hate it. And I also been to the museum, saw the Van Gogh, but also Hockney. But it's kind of where that thing where they get a bigger name to hype up the smaller name. Uh, so they just use a little bit of Van Gogh and mostly just all David Hockney. Ah, I see. Interesting. So they did a bait and switch on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of Van Gogh, more Hockney. But uh, the artwork was very beautiful. That's nice. Yes, everybody, they went out without me. I, I stayed in all weekend and binged Legendary, which I'll talk about later. But now, like, the new word in my vocabulary, which is not new, I've just been using it all weekend, is bitch. Like, everything, <laughs> everything. The whole entire time I was in here, like, pointing to the screen, like, yes, you worked that, bitch. And like, <laughs> I have to watch myself because, like, I have to, like, like de-escalate it out of my vocabulary because I can't go next weekend on Father's Day and someone does something great in my family, I'd be like, yes, bitch. And they're going to be like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, whoops. Did you just call your dad a bitch? That's right, because he did that shit, bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, I don't think uh, the only, I don't have a funny story this week, only that I'm just, like, really happy that something had that an ongoing problem at my job has finally been solved so yay Yay. me I'm really excited about that yeah but otherwise the bitch didn't do anything this weekend like (laughs) and it was fantastic with that being said welcome back to confrontational millennials my name is Nikki Alley and I'm Bill Mars with ongoing Pride Month. Pride Month. Yay! Um, this episode, we're gonna get into how the LGBT eventually I'm gonna say it like without stuttering. The LGBTQ community has shaped our culture. But first, we're gonna do our news segment. And this week we're gonna do it in a yay or nay fashion. <laughs> so, Belmars, are you ready to put up a yay or a nay? <laughs> I am prepared to put up a yay or nay. Yay or nay. 
yay or nay, right? Uh, first piece of news I have, it was just really interesting for me, is that Nikki Glaser, who is a comedian, is going to be hosting a new ga- dating competition called F Boy Island on HBO Max. Um, and it comes from the combined creative minds of The Bachelorette and Love is Blind. Will you or won't you watch it with that just a little taste? Like mm. just that little... Or do I have to get Island sounds interesting. I think I'll probably watch it. Yes, probably do a little booksy because I like me some trash TV. Mm-hmm. So I'll watch from time to time. Thinking, okay, let's go see which one of these F boys will get their comeuppance. That's right. Um, I have to tell you, if you had asked Nikki Alley like three years ago if she watched this show, she would have been like, bitch, no. <laughs> she did not do trash tv but 2020 happened and (laughs) 2020 happened and now you're looking at a whole totally different person okay like and i will tell you if it had just been like the bachelorette i think it was one of the directors of the bachelorette i would have been like hell no i'm not watching this show i can't stand the bachelorette it's the fucking (laughs) worst like (laughs) but I love me some love is blind bitch. When that <laughs> when, when, when that spoilers for love is blind, if you haven't seen it at this point, like get a Netflix expression. What are you doing with your life? But right. like there was this woman on love is blind who was like 10 years older than the guy that she like picked um, without knowing that like what he looked like, you know, which is the whole premise of the show. But they went to visit we went to her house at some point, like after she had picked him and she had a dog and she put that wine glass out for the dog to drink from. And I said, this show is brilliant in that I'm so pissed off, but I will keep watching because I want to see your fucking downfall, bitch. How dare you let this dog drink out of a wine glass one unsanitary. The, the, the lie that like white people have perpetuated that dog saliva is cleaner than our own. What the fuck, bitch? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it is not. I don't know where. I don't know who came up with this. I don't know what study was done. I don't know who paid off who. But dogs are not cleaner than humans. But they routinely sniff each other's asses. They routinely- oh, we eat each other's asses. So it- there's that. I mean, but I brushed my teeth afterwards after that bit. Okay, what do dogs do after they groom each other? Okay, nothing except eat a dentist stick and then call it a day if they even get served that, okay? Dogs are like, no, no, no. Also, that's not good for the dog. How would you, why would you do that to that dog? They're not supposed to drink wine, I'm pretty sure. Not a veterinarian, can't claim that, but I'm, 99% certain dogs are not supposed to drink wine, bitch. Okay. <laughs> but that show was the mess of the ages. It was the only thing that got me through 2020. So listen, I will watch this on the strength of love. The love is blind producer. And also the fact that a place called F boy Island just sounds like a place that I want to go and just watch. I don't want to go and participate. I just want to go and laugh at everybody who was there. Exactly. So yes, you bet your sweet ass. I will be watching the show when it comes out on HBO Max. We I don't think that there's quite a 
set date for it yet um, as far as I've read but you can be sure that when I know said day I'm gonna come back to you but just let you know okay okay moving on to something a little bit more serious Florida along with now Oklahoma Arkansas and Idaho have all banned critical race theory mm-hmm. um, for all of those of you who don't know I'm just gonna give you a really quick definition of what critical race theory is for when my computer decides that it wants to work um when it decides that it wants to load bitch you know like it's slow it's fun day um so critical race theory is the way in which um academia examines the ways race and racism intersect with politics culture and the law essentially it they are banning critical race theory, which is allows you to look at racism systemically and as a whole and how the society has played into it. And instead they are teaching racism on an individual level. So they're teaching racism at a specific, I guess, if they're even gonna do it, let's be real, it's the South primarily that this is taking place in. So they're going to, if they even teach it, they're going to say things like, this family of people had slaves, this family of people had slaves, this part of the state was most known for slavery, instead of teaching how how slavery and racism and Jim Crow and all that is infringe is just intrinsically tied with our culture. Um, so my question for you is Belmars, should we just ban them from the union altogether? Yay or nay? <laughs> Um, I want to say nay, because it's not just the South. I mean, yes, we people in the South, we're more blatant with our our racism and bigotry. Like, I hate you because you gay. I hate you because you black. They say it to your face. I mean, that's, I guess, one of the beauties with living in the South. We are honest. And thing is, one thing we don't really talk about, like with the Northern states, is that even though thinking, oh, we're not like the South where, you know, you guys have racism, they're more a little bit crafty because I remember a report said that New York schools and like in New York City are more racially segregated than the schools in the South because, you know, in the South, we, uh, the government forced them at gunpoint say, integrate your schools right now. Whereas the North thinking, oh, we don't have that problem. We have diversity, but then you kind of like have like worse schools off. So you think you have predominant. We're going to charge you a little bit more. I'm thinking, even though I'm financially responsible as hell versus a white person thinking, okay, you seem honest for some reason. So I think it's really just the absence of barriers. And I guess I'm the same thing with Pride Month, me being a straight person. Um, I have no barriers of getting married. Um, socially or economically, or I guess like, oh, here's my boyfriend. But if I say, here's my girlfriend, people say, okay, I'm not marrying you because your your whole fucking existence is validating my personal beliefs. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. And I think with critical race theory, uh, it's mostly taught about the academic level, but sometimes the academic level doesn't always trickle down because sometimes the culture says one thing and academia says something else, like yeah. the term Latinx. It's perfect for in the academics and we're talking about, you know, uh, Latinos and Latinas of different races and uh, uh, Latina, the, okay, now I'm just stuttering now. Um, when you talk about Latinos and Latinas are different, like, I guess, gender expressions. Latinx is a perfect term, but actually like Latinos and Latinas and Spanish people, they fucking hate that term. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, child, a whole, a whole bucket. 
I might have missed like a section of that. I don't know if the recording did though. So we gonna figure it out later. Um, but yes, I agree with your general vein of where you were going. Um, I mean, somebody made a comment. Let me see if I can find it. Um, um, yeah, they said something about, um, oh no, okay. Governor Ron DeSantis said critical race theory would teach children that the country is rotten and that our institutions are illegitimate, which I respond with, where's the lie in that though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for it high and low. I'm looking for it with a flashlight. I'm looking in the daytime with the flashlight and I'm still like, huh? Like, where's the lie though? Like, I just, it is, this country is rotten. Like, yeah, I mean, I wish there were more open and honest about like our history. Cause I'm thinking, sure we had slavery, but you know, we went to school in tech where they kind of like try to brush on the wall. I mean, it was yeah. bad, but not all slaves were treated horribly right like they they did this song and dance where it's like yes slavery existed but like i mean it wasn't like it was like the song of the south in like an academic teaching like oh you know there were happy slaves no bitch there were slaves who did what they had to do to survive right yeah. <laughs> like you know what i'm and, saying like yeah and it's not just slavery i mean what about reconstruction where you know like five years, like black people made advancements, ran for Congress, ran for senator, and then, you know, they pulled out. And then the first coup on American soil mm -hmm. was actually because, you know, black people were voting and then also talk about like Asian history mm -hmm. on like Asians weren't allowed to become citizens. Mm -hmm. And like Asian depends when you came in, like Asian pre uh 1965 were like day laborers so like the stereotype we have about Mexicans they have about Asians and then like Asians post 1965 you use that racist rhetoric where you try to like compete with like Russia so you have like a whole generation of like Asians who are like scientists engineers and mm -hmm. doctors so therefore it kind of puts the model minority stereotype right hurts other minority like see black people Asians are smart. They didn't need all this marching and everything. Y'all just lazy. So right. and then also the history of gay people as well, because I'm thinking, okay, we need to talk about where we got this for like, okay. Um, and also the excuse, I'm gonna go off tangent. The excuse of always think of the children. You guys don't give a fuck about children. You never have given a fuck about children. Let's stop with that. Like, because they always use think of the children, like when women were fighting for the right to vote, they were using the excuse, think of the children, your women, they're leaving their family to go vote. What would you do when you're tearing your family apart when you vote? I'm just thinking leaving for five minutes and coming back for voting. And also think of the children when you integrate schools. I mean, you're mixing like black girls have like venereal disease that's gonna hurt white girls when they use the same toilet so in the same they're using the whole same song and dance think of the children protecting the bathroom just thinking bruh you don't give a fuck when kids say we don't want to get shot in the school you kind right. of brush them to the side right like all of a sudden it's with children when it suits things of the children when it suits you but when it doesn't it's like fuck them kids that's your you would you would toss a baby through a basketball hoop like boo like you don't care right like don't try to be like think of the children blah 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 but then when uh mothers who you didn't allow to have an abortion are forced to have a baby you're not gonna give them no goddamn money where what about the children then bitch 
Where yeah. where's things or children that are in foster care is not going to get adopted? Exactly because they mamas can't afford to take care of them because you're not going to give them any uh any financial assistance but we just supposed to look past that and think of the children it's the same thing i read in an article today that like there's a lot more lgbtq um representation in media now but there's just as many people who are fighting against that as there are like people were fighting for it and saying what are you spreading to our children i think blues clues i talked about this last week when blues clues had a whole pride parade on their show and every like everybody and they mama act like they were dying because blues clues was like inclusivity we love everyone like it like do you wake up like roll out of bed and say to yourself, like rub your hands while you look out the window and say to yourself, whose life am I going to fuck up today that has absolutely nothing to do with mine? How? How am I going to do that today? Like it doesn't, who cares? Like, so you don't want to teach your kid, instead of teaching your kid to be a decent human being who right. appreciates all cultures and treats them with respect and all walks of life, you're, you would rather shield them from what they're eventually going to get in real life. For what? And for what? What is what good is that going to do your kids? Because they're going to run into a trans person or a gay person or a, a lesbian at some a black person they're gonna run into them at some point in their lives and then what are you gonna do when they say the wrong thing because i say this to, to my, like my little cousins all the time one day you gonna fuck up and say the wrong thing to the wrong person and you gonna get your ass beat and then what you gonna do what you gonna do i'm trying to help your ass so i'm just saying like i need y'all to put the put this excuse away uh put it in the ocean uh put it with some chains on it and anchor and put it all the way at the bottom because it's not doing nobody any good you sound dumb <laughs> you sound dumb karen you sound dumb that's all i'm saying so yes i agree with you that um it's not just the south i mean yes like when i went to new york like there's whole entire like there's whole entire subsections of like just places that are predominantly like for one race of people and it is very obvious that they are not as well funded as the white majority places right. so it's like you know we can't ban them from the union but sometimes i just wish we could do a bugs bunny ass skit and cut florida off from the rest of the fucking country because they're so sad like well i'm still making plans to probably visit there for like universal and maybe disney world next year yep. so no. hopefully i mean don't little enclave bubble will get their shit together but besides that i don't know there you go that's right we can keep orlando <laughs> and like maybe miami yeah i still have family there so like the southern part where a lot of my cousins live in because you know that's the first place they come in when they come in america like mm -hmm. miami and the from the caribbean there mm -hmm. i mean the south part of florida i guess it's fine northern part where it's touching like alabama and the other side of the state we can probably get them out yeah that's what i'm saying leave um moving North on south florida but yeah <laughs> Moving on, French President Macron was slapped by a man when he uh, went on like a kind of like a 
like a handshaking, you know, when presidents yeah. do this shit where they shake the hands and kiss the babies and shit. He got slapped by a man, like he was shaking his hand. And then he got, I don't, I was, I was supposed to look it up and see if I can find, if I could find it so I could play it for you. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I was going to ask you based on the short ass clip, like, do you think he deserved it? I mean, personally, yes. But then again, he is a French uh, president. Uh, I think he probably would be slapped, I guess, for my reason, because he admit that France did some shit in the past that it sucked, but didn't want to say sorry to them, kind of like with what they had with Haiti. Mm. I mean, to be honest, with the generational wealth that the European countries got from like slavery and like in the middle east it's a lot in france you know try to say oh they're revelated we are not racist but then you do this shit so yeah. yeah sorry for our french listeners out there yeah sorry guys but like you know we you know how we feel about politicians <laughs> like on most we're lukewarm if we're not boiling with rage at them and they know who they are that we don't like fucking ted cruz uh, yeah. i mean i don't like half of our texas politicians like, <laughs> or if they like all our mean, governor right dan crenshaw yeah <laughs> If they all just magically disappeared, like I wouldn't cry or anything. And the people that try to run off Joe Biden's bus back in, I think, 2017? No, last year. Uh, during 2020, during the election season. We have a lot of crazy people in Texas. Yeah, girl. Like, I'm just saying, like, I mean, everything's bigger in Texas, including the crazies. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say that... Um, I didn't know that about Macron, but am I surprised? No. So did he probably deserve to get slapped? Yes. Like, you know, I'm not going to cry, but he's fine, probably. Because the man, like, he didn't look like he slapped in that heart. It was real quick, you know? He's okay. And then immediately, you know, like, actually, I think I pulled it up. Hold on. Let me see if I can show it to you. I'm going to see if I can share it with you. I mean, the guy who slapped him is, went had a four-month jail sentence, so. Four months? See, this is the thing, bitch. Four whole months just for slapping the president. Bro, you could... I mean, should he have? Maybe not. But did he deserve it? Again, yes. So, like, you could put me in jail for 24 hours. I'll learn my lesson. Like, yeah, four, four months, months in prison, an additional 14 months suspended sentence, and was banned from ever holding public office and from owning weapons for five years. Brah, like, what is this shit? Oh, wait, never mind. He describes himself as a right wing or extreme right patriot, member of the Juliette Juanes Economic Protestant movement. He shouted a century's own royalist cry as he hit the press. And after the incident, Terrell acknowledged hitting the press was rather violent. When I said his friendly line look, I felt disgust and I had a violent reaction. I was impulse reaction. I was surprised myself by the violence. He says he's considered bringing an egg or a cream pie to throw out the president, but dropped idea says the slap wasn't premeditated. I think Macron represents the decline of our country without explaining what he meant. I mean, but if this guy's kind of like a far right, then I probably don't want to be in the same size of far right extremists. So. But do I still think he deserved it? Yes. Just maybe not like a by a far right extremist. <laughs> yeah. 
but you know what oh yeah the, yeah the dude's a piece of shit because he has arthur c found books of art of war of the art of war a copy of adolf hitler's manifesto my oh, yeah. oh no flags <laughs> once in communists another one of the russian revolution so yeah fuck oh, that guy four months and- four months that's great yeah <laughs> you know what i take back everything i said rescind my stay chop it from the record i don't you know what yes redact all that shit. i redact all that no shit. i mean i don't fuck with hitler I don't fuck with Hitler either, but Macron still probably deserved to be slapped, so it's fine. <laughs> Just not by that guy. You know, it's yeah. not by him. But, you know, you do what you uh, do. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay. Um, <laughs> next. Taraji P. Hinson is said to play Miss Hannigan on Annie Live. Does this make you want to watch it? Yes. I, as a lover of musicals, especially Annie, I love to watch it. Okay. I have to tell you, I don't know who Miss Hannigan is. I actually need to look it up really quick. Because wasn't Miss Hannigan like the uh, lady that's in charge of all the orphans? Is she good- cleaned up, Miss Hannigan? Is she a good character? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is she a good character or like... Uh, I don't think so. She seems pretty oh, mean. Man. I mean, what the fuck? Uh, I don't know if I. But like Taraj B. Henson does have a range to play mean characters, so she does. But like, if she's the only black person in here and she's the villain, then I don't know, bitch. Yeah, see, villainous Miss Hannigan. Who else is on this? The- I'm gonna have to wait and see who else is on the docket for this before I decide if I want to watch it. Because while I love me some Taraji, again, I was watching Legendary and I was like, she was on there as a guest judge. And I said, yes, Miss Taraji, come through Miss Taraji cookie, baby. Like I am not particularly fond of watching black people be the villain <laughs> especially when there's absolutely no other black people to balance out the cast so eh, we'll see i'm gonna give it a lukewarm nay but if there are other really good black casts in here then i might give it a little look see we'll see. if i remember let's be fair because i might forget <laughs> <laughs> I forget it's gonna come on um all right next a new monsters movie is going to be directed by Z- rob zombie it is slated to come out when is it slated to come out did they say you know if my computer stops freezing for no reason um i don't know but would you watch a monsters movie directed by rob zombie oh yeah so i'm thinking because a lot of people point out Uncle Festa looks just like Ted Cruz. <laughs> so, oh, <I, laughs> uh, yeah. So, here's a picture of Uncle Fester. I see it. Yeah. So, I actually wouldn't mind it. So, it's kind of like a sitcom family with the uh, Frankenstein's monster trying to get a job. You know, I would watch it. I mean, I'm a little bit shaky on reboots, but I'm guessing I probably will watch it. Just give it a chance, an episode or two. So, Yes, I will. Oh, no, but it's a movie. So you'd have to watch Oh, a movie. So would you, well, let me say this. Will it depend on the trailer for you? Yes. Okay. Okay, okay. See, there, it does not appear that there is a set date for this yet. But I'm also going to get the trailer a little look-see, see what it's about, and then that will determine my interest. 
Um, again, I'm being very picky and I don't particularly care for reboots either if we're going to be real. So again, yeah. we just going to have to see. Um, lastly, and this is going to uh, segue beautifully into our main topic, um, support for gay marriage has reached an all-time high recently with surprisingly the most notable fact, 55% of Republicans saying they're in support and 70% overall of the population giving their support. So I'm actually, there's no yay or nay question attached to this, but like, what are your thoughts, Belmars? Like, I mean, I think the Republican platform was like 20, 30 years behind the general population. <laughs> I mean, that's not I lot. mean, on one side, yay. I mean, if it means start covering more issues for like, the LBGT community, uh, sure. But I'm just thinking all like the rhetoric. I mean, sure, you support gay marriage. Sure, you may support Black people. But the rhetoric of your party kind of makes like a toxic waste dump. <laughs> and I still have problem with Democrats because they're always too plain, too nice, too. And yeah. Libertarians is just really like diet Republicans, really. Sometimes <laughs> even worse right yeah no that's fair um i mean yeah like when you have major party like pundits being like caitlin jenner who is literally a trans woman and is coming out here trying to take away rights from other trans people you don't look that great even if you do say yay gay marriage because great you're letting like you know the lgbtq community like get married fantastic but like you're also saying but while you do that you can't do sports you while you do that you can't go in the bathroom of your 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 gender that you i've like come to identify as you can't do this so it's just kind of like what does it matter if you let us get married when like you're literally snatching everything else from us like <laughs> what is that who like it does like especially for the trans community um so like i mean i don't take this as a really a yay either because it's like it's the same thing that we talked about last week right when we talked about these major corporations coming out here for like the beginning of pride month going oh my god we support pride and then giving money like secretly to like these wrote like these um republican parties and lobbyists who are right. steadily against gay rights so it's just kind of like this is like you're you're playing to what you think will get you more support when in actuality if we looked in your closet there's a lot of skeletons in there and some of them aren't that old okay right. okay like so yeah and i wish they'll be honest about january 6th i mean i'm thinking like like mike pence thinking we don't seem eye to eye on what happened you know thinking bro you might kill me that's like me having like a giant flash mob to kill nikki alley and just and you just saying i don't see eye to eye which is a a flash uh part we're doing it gondam style or something like that right like i don't see it that way it's like bitch words have meanings and like this is what you put out like this is what actions actions hello like look at it like it doesn't really matter if you see it that way facts are facts yeah, hearing more about january 6th makes it scary like oh they had bombs oh they're planet oh they actually had like underground tunnels and they're actually 30 seconds away of overthrowing the u.s government i'm thinking what the fuck 
listen like when i said i wanted it all to burn i didn't mean that i wanted them to burn it like i meant i wanted us to burn it and then that we would reshape it in a better image so let me i'm gonna be clear in my like <laughs> in my shit from now on because like i don't want y'all to burn it because you're just gonna make it fucking worse like you i want us to burn that shit you don't yeah. get to burn the shit you made, bitch. We get to burn the shit that you 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 made in a grotesque image from what we created. Okay? Fuck. Yeah, it was weird. I'm thinking, wow. I mean, when I saw the pictures, thinking this can't actually be happening. I'm thinking, really? It was and that was like the most surreal day of my life. Like yeah. I literally just checked in the middle of working and I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, and then my sister Stewie told me, like, oh, one of my uh, friends who was Filipino went there at the Capitol. I'm thinking, bitch, what? <laughs> she sent me some texts and a couple other, and the Spider-Man meme with Spider-Man pointing at himself. He said, well, three of them, like, Trump supporter, uh, Blue Lives Matter, and uh, <laughs> who hate Antifa, like, just pointing at each other and thinking. It's like, you're all the same person. Um <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, but let's move on to a little bit of a happier topic. Um, how the LGBTQ community has really shaped our culture, bitches. Okay. Like y'all just, I don't think y'all understand. Hell, we don't entirely understand. So when this segment is over, like I would love to like hear from people, you know, like the your historical facts about how, you know, that you've learned about how the LGBT community plus IA, you know, all of those letters, how the alphabet mob, that's how I'm going to call them from the rest of the time we're on here, how the alphabet mob has. has yeah, because um, one of my friends said they call it the alphabet mafia and one of my coworkers, because like one of the big bosses was asking because we were doing about me for like our Christmas party and she said she's part of the alphabet mafia. I'm thinking, what is the alphabet mafia? I'm thinking, should I say it or should I not say it? I'm thinking, oh, it's like a clothing brand with rainbows. I'm thinking, Sure. I mean, you're <laughs> close. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, so I'm just going to really quickly go through a couple of things um, that like I've like kind of gotten into this weekend and that I've read article wise. Um, so there's this really good documentary, I guess, on Netflix, which is a weird thing to say now in 2021, because as far as Netflix content goes, it's like a 50-50 shot. This could either, you could get something really good or something really shitty. Like you have no idea, okay? Like they have given up. They said, we've been the longest running streaming service, bitch. So what's what's up? What's up? Okay, we could do what we yeah, want. Yeah, they even now. made one about fucking blockbuster thinking does make a documentary about someone that killed you. Right, exactly. <laughs> that do you know how like fucking how much balls you have to have to be all like, let's make a documentary about the shit that no longer exists that we basically took business from. Um, but going back to what I was saying, I was watching Disclosure on Netflix. It is actually a really good uh like documentary, kind of a look through the history of film as far <laughs> as trans characters are involved, told by trans many women so it was a very educational um i think it was mostly voiced by laverne cox but there were also other stars that appeared uh trans men and women stars that appeared that really talked about um 
like the trans character on screen and how it evolved from kind of this uh what's the word I'm looking for that kind of evolved from this like joke almost which in some ways like in modern media it still is kind of the trans character is kind of still kind of a joke but it's like how there's been more representation for trans men and women now than there has been in the past and I think it's being taken taken more seriously now but how that comes with the unfortunate circumstance that the more that they are seen in media, the more that affects real life in that the violence that is perpetuated against them. Yeah, so, I'm thinking a lot of times, like even in um, Ace Ventura, one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. well, because I love Jim Carrey, it's hilarious, but then they also use the one trans character as a punchline mm-hmm. thinking, uh, here's Mr. Winky. And of course, I, that also translates to real life violence of how many uh, men use the uh, gay panic excuse and thinking uh, were men just kill like trans women thinking oh I didn't want to make it seem like I'm gay or I enjoyed you and that trans women are a high risk of uh, violence than mm-hmm. um that I guess non-trans women mm-hmm. yeah that's it's it's a sad reality like I, I mean we I mentioned this last week and it's still it's still true this week there are more in the LGBTQ community, trans people are more likely to 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 die, like because that's and it goes and they explain how because of media, that's what makes it possible. Like when you have these scenes of people literally vomiting, literally laughing, literally perpetuating violence against trans people usually based around this idea of like oh you lied to me oh you didn't disclose to me that you used to be whatever insert birth gender like you know what I'm saying it's just kind of like that perpetuates the idea that reacting with violence or disgust is a totally normal reaction when it comes to um to trans men and women and it's just like they're they're no less human being than anyone else and it's a it's a it's a disgusting reaction and so that's something that in the culture that really needs to change and i think there's definitely shows that are coming out now like transparent um that are really and then like shows like legendary that are kind of spotlighting like trans people in real life and trans characters and actual trans stories um, pose um, that are doing really well, like doing good in like showing the culture, like the s- society that yes, like this is this is what an actual life of a trans person looks like from the actual lens of a trans person. Um, but I mean, like culture influences society, influences culture. So it's like we have to have more like we have to have that was the whole point of the 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 thing we have to have more we have to have more positive um we have to have more a more positive view of trans people and to not make it all about like them being trans right like just they have regular stories and lives just like the rest of us it doesn't have to be like just yeah. this story of their transness right yeah so, so thinking probably like normal shit like okay a trans romantic comedy and just thinking mm-hmm. the trans woman trying to find love in new york that's not focused on them being trans mm-hmm. so and i guess this also depends what audience but yes yeah, so i think probably just like normal love stories or like lbg 
LBGT uh, comedies or uh, mm-hmm. romantic relationships that isn't just focused on them just being like in a relationship like, oh, I'm lesbian, put a rainbow everywhere, which is do something in our gayness. Right, yes. Get <laughs> like, up the rainbow, like Christmas lights. Yeah, like, and it's, and it doesn't always have to be like sad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There, are, there are stories about people coming out, not just as trans, but as gay as lesbian. And they like, or as whatever label, insert label here, where their families like, um have reacted positively there we need to show that just as much as we need to show like that yes there is this unfortunate this unfortunate reality that they are shunned from their families but there is this amazing reality where their families take it in stride they they support them they give them tools they like embolden them to be the person that they are so like i feel like that's something that we we should see more of and that should shape more of the culture. Um, I, like I said, I binged watch Legendary this weekend <laughs> on HBO Max. I fucking love that show. But um, the second season, sus. Uh, but I won't get into that. But it showed Ballroom, which also brings into kind of Belmars's um, contribution to this is slang words. So a lot of the things that we now say in everyday life and that Gen Z kind of overuses the fuck out of it came from <laughs> ballroom. <laughs> um, and if you don't know, I'll give you like a really quick um, definition of ballroom. Let me, um, ballroom definition. Cause I don't want to say the wrong thing. Uh, oh, terminology ballroom culture uh ball culture that which is a house it's kind of it's a thing where you're made up of houses so for instance this is a real house but the house of balenciaga usually they'll pick some high-end luxury brand because it's um it's a it was used to be an underground thing but it was where like people got to feel like trans gay lesbian anything people got to feel safe who normally didn't get to feel this way in their everyday lives. Again, maybe they were kicked out by their family. Maybe they were homeless. Maybe they didn't have anywhere to live. Like maybe they weren't accepted. Maybe people were like, no, you have to be this. So they would join these families with mothers or fathers who would, and they would compete in these like ballrooms with like categories where they would show off fashion. They'll show off dances that it's like, it has its own structure. There's duck walks, there's dips and spins, there's uh, hair flips, there's like hand motion. So a lot of like the thing, Vogue. yes, voguing. Everybody, for some reason, people attribute voguing, voguing to Madonna wrong. That came from ballroom culture. So these they walk for money and prizes and trophies um essentially to kind of you know they build up their fame in ballroom underground ballroom culture which is now thankfully coming above ground but they would build up their fame they would go and compete in these places essentially so that they can live for most of them because this money would go towards like being able to pay bills and being able to like get an apartment with their family, quote unquote, you know? So like, that is the best way that I can describe ball culture. But yes, that that came up with a lot of terms. Bell Mars, do you have some terms to teach us? 
Yeah. So I think kind of like you said with Gen Z, I just think since, you know, uh, every like subculture kind of like comes up with their own language. And then because with Gen Z, everything's on the internet, language gets picked up so quickly. So you're thinking, oh, where did this originate from? Like, oh, pick me originally uh, uh, came from AAVE, other ones mm-hmm. came from uh, other cultures. So yes, let's go with some gay slang, which I pulled from the internet. So I got from like different spots, mm-hmm. you know, gay men has their slang and lesbians have their slang and other ones, they, but they all kind of like intermingle. So mm-hmm. I have some on JJ Malibu site, gay slang 101, yes. like the term kiki. <laughs> kiki. <laughs> Courtroom kiki. That's a, if anybody watches Black Lady Sketch Show, oh my God, I love that fucking sketch. So kikiing is basically like when you, what's the, I don't want to sound stupid, but like, what's the definition that they give for it? Yeah, they said to have a real moment with someone or a group of people during a kiki, people talking to each other, catching up, or most likely spilling the key. And they mentioned that originating like African-American and Latino, uh, Latino circles. So mm-hmm. I'm just thinking it came from that. The gay community came from that. But, and now it's mainstream. But I just think there's a lot of people who have like intersectioning uh, identities. So I'm just thinking sometimes culture just kind of flows through. It's kind of fluid. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yes, just like your sexuality and gender. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Okay, Kai Kai. Okay. I haven't heard of this one. What is this one about? It says not to be confused with Kiki. A Kai Kai is when two drag queens have sex with each other. Okay. Example, I would have never guessed that shit. Wait, I would not Kai Kai with Mimi in first, even when we're the last two people on earth. Oh, okay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a Kai Kai. Cool. All right. Yeah. And my favorite one, T. Everybody knows what the tea is. It's when you share the gossip, boo. <laughs> yes. Example. What's the tea about your sugar daddy? Did he leave his wife yet? Nah, girl. He's still with that girl, that hoe. But don't you worry. He giving me the goods. <laughs> yes. And hunty. Hunty. That's a that's a term of endearment. It's like honey, but it's with more emphasis. <laughs> yeah. A friend or a fellow artist. A term of endearment combined the words honey, honey, and cunt. Oh yes, we we love cunt. Yeah. Go it's on. Like, yes, hunty. Let's day drink on Tuesday because we deserve it. Actually, that's I wouldn't funny. mind that. <laughs> you know what? In the times we're in, neither would I. <laughs> All right. What else you got? yeah it says i'm not sure if it's read or read read yes a read yeah Mm -hmm. read it's an action where you wittily make fun of someone's personal faults reading someone's basically roasting someone for their imperfections example girl if you go out on the main stage the judge will read you for phil take off that bodysuit now that's right that's right Oh, we love a good read. We love a good read. And some people, and you can use it in both. It's both. So pump people deserve to get read. That's another. Yeah. Example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when you deserve to get read, honey, take this read and think about your actions. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Let's but, see. God. Shade. Shade is when you are sassy with someone. 
<laughs> yes, form of blunt criticism pointing out a person's flaws or faults. Mm -hmm. This is different from reading because it's not always done in a funny way. Like she was not reading me. She was throwing shade. That's right. Honey. So yeah, reading, I guess, could also be, what well, doesn't have to be me. I guess when you throw shade at someone, because uh, my family says I'm pretty good at throwing shade. Like, oh, okay, you have another kid. It's nice. I mean, it's you have a lot of kids. <laughs> See, it's funny to me, but to them, it's not. <laughs> yeah, because I say it in such a way, it just kind of goes over their head. So you're thinking, oh, it's nice. So you're just doing it by your, because talking about our cousin, thinking, oh, okay, that's nice. So uh, you just, uh, the father's involved? He isn't. No, oh, okay. Mm, you, you know, interesting. Anything. It's about tone. Half of these things are about really the tone and your body language. You're just like, oh, okay. Well, all right, girl. Well, that sounds that sounds really nice. Like, uh, yeah. what happened to so and so? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's ah, uh, shade. Hmm. Yes, sickening. Sickening is when something is like so good you just cannot. <laughs> Yes, Little Mix is sickening. Fifth Harmony is not. I'm thinking, nah, Fifth Harmony uh, <laughs> is okay. Fishing. Fishing? Fishing. Uh, which one? Say it again. Fishy, as in some, well, as example, Bear St. Clair and Plastic TR are fishy queens. I mean, I think mostly a lot of these terms that I'm reading now from JJ Malibu are from like the drag community to say to look like a real biological woman, not like a man dressed as a woman. Ah, interesting. All right. I did not know that terminology, but now I know. Yes. Fishy queens get it. Yes. Mug. That's your face, girl, your face. You And you got to sell face. Also a category in ballroom. Selling face, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Person's face derived from the word mugshot. Example, girl, did you see her mug? The blending was atrocious. Mm, that's shade. <laughs> oh. yeah. What else? Let's see. Mug. Oh, I already said mug. Fierce. Fierce. Yes, when something is so good. Yes. And you spread the gaze to describe someone or something that possesses powerful or beautiful quality. At dinner, that guy was a little shy, but hunty in bed, he was fierce. Oh, well. <laughs> and work. Oh, yeah. W-E-R-K. Is, is that when you dance? Something about twerking. It's, it's twerking and something else, right? Walk yes, and twerk? It's a word that can be used as a reaction similar to fierce or yes. Okay. It can also be used to tell someone to get their outstanding presentation due to their legs. But oh my God, work. Britney Spears is killing it. Or you better work that stage now. You need to pay off last month's rent still. Mm. Okay, listen, dual uh, meaning. I like that. Mm. Okay. And I'm going to found some on where her dot com for lesbian slang Ooh, lesbian slang okay what are the lesbians saying out here in these streets belmars <laughs> <laughs> yes androgynous uh-huh yes. so they say it's a broad term for to an individual choice of style sometimes who is androgynous presents themselves to the world in a way that isn't defined by looking like a girl or looking by like a boy mm -hmm. baby dyke 
not a maybe type. Like you're not sure if she's a dyke or not. Yeah. A baby dyke is a lesbian who's fresh out the closet. They're wild, usually young and free, but too scared to have sex right now. Oh, okay. Baby dyke. Got it. Got it. All right. I'm, I'm learning. I thought you said something else, but baby dyke, that makes sense. Yes. By curious. Okay. Yeah. We discussed this one last week. Yeah, as I said, by kids, when you're exploring by the first time, you're the Magellan of pussy right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> bull dyke. A bull dyke? Yes. Oh, girl, I give up. What is that? <laughs> yeah, so part of the lesbian slate derived from dyke, often used for people who present masculine, butch, or androgynous, sometimes used in a despairingly way, mostly by cis folks. Oh, well, boo. Who did that? Butch lesbian. Yeah, that's someone who usually presents more masculine, but did not, you know, identify as masculine. Yeah, has more of a masculine leading style or energy, Mm -hmm. thereby excludes sex. Mm -hmm. There Hmm. you go. So lesbian. Just Just the generic definition of lesbian? Someone- yeah, well, so lesbian, celebrity in the lesbian world. This can be A-list like Ellen or D-list as former cast of the real L world. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so lesbian, that's what you said. Oh, what a- f- lesbian. What a fancy word. <laughs> fancy. And chapstick lesbian. Okay, so what is there? It, it's not lipstick lesbian? Okay, well, yeah. tell me what it's a chapstick lesbian is not quite a lipstick lesbian, but not quite a butch either. They're strong where the lips are soft and soft as down pillows. So I'm just thinking kind of like a light lipstick lesbian. Okay, I, I can, I, well, I'm not a lesbian. I'm bi, but like I can be a chapstick. Can I be a chapstick bi girl? I, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I resonate with this on a, on some, on lots of levels. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> I'm getting skip around. Gold star lesbian. Is this like the end all be all lesbian? Like she's perfect? (laughs) (laughs) Well, a gold star lesbian is a lesbian who has never had sex with any other gender aside from women. They're usually this term. They're also Uh probably 19. So, kind of like, here's a gold star for not sleeping with men. Ah, I get it. All right, gold star lesbian. Hit it. There's lesbian Twitter. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, then again, that makes sense. Twitter. There's an everything Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lipstick lesbian. There's someone who goes full femme, right? Like they're yes. fully feminine. Hyper femme, lipstick wearing one in a gay relationship. See also skincare lesbian. <laughs> I and pillow princess. Someone who doesn't do work during sexual intercourse. <laughs> yes, it's a queer, gay, bi, pan woman, non-binary person who likes to remain horizontal during sex, like a horny, lazy mermaid. That's the best description ever. Sometimes I want to be a horny, lazy mermaid. <laughs> okay, cool. What else we got? A STEM lesbian. Oh, I didn't hear about this. A one. STEM lesbian, like SAS science, technology, engineering, math. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> is that what 
It's a STEM lesbian is a black or Latinx queer person who's both of a stud and femme. Best of both worlds. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. No, I see it. Like, it's almost like, it's like, it's kind of fluid. Like, you're like, there are some parts of you that are like real feminine and other parts you're like, don't fuck with me. (laughs) Okay. Listen, I thought it was just a nerdy ass lesbian. I was confused. Yeah, I thought that too. I'm just thinking, so there's like scientific lesbians, like a lesbian who does like chemistry. Like the girl's in bed and she's got test tubes and she's like, we're about to do an experiment, babe. Like, what are we, we, I know the exact way to make you come in like 60 seconds. Is that what it is? Scientifically speaking, I'm about to stimulate your mind. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, unless you put something on my brain that stimulates the orgasm, that actually would be very interesting. You know what? facts somebody get to it make a, a stem lesbian to win. <laughs> get to it <laughs> okay well what else do you have <laughs> yeah qtpoc or qpoc oh hell no a, a people of color that's all i got from that yeah queer? you're close queer people of color queer trans people of color okay okay and then sapphic meaning sapphic i've heard of this and i can't remember what it means sapphic refers to refers to anything related to the greek poet sappho who wrote about her attraction to lesbians from the island of lesbos it also refers to any woman or non-binary who is gay af okay cool (laughs) i was like Oh, yes. History lesson, etymology, uh, Greek mythology. Okay, keep going. Okay, there are sesbian. Sesbian? Yes. Sesbian. Like, how is it spelled? S-A-Y-S-B-I-N. Sesbian. Like, they say they're a lesbian, but they're not? Yes. Okay. A girl who claims to be lesbian or bisexual, but in reality, she's only with gas. Oh, boo. Uh, or so you say, so you says you're lesbian, sesbian. Sesbian, that makes sense. Let's see. And there's also soft butch. Soft butch? That sounds so, it's like soft boy. That's what it sounds like, a soft boy. Okay, tell me more about soft butch. A soft butch is a slightly more feminine or softer version of a butch lesbian. They're tough but tender, like the perfect chicken nugget. Hell yeah, I want a soft butch. <laughs> that sounds so nice. And let's see, types of lesbians. So types of lesbians include butches, studs, butches, Fems, high fems, chapstick lesbians, lipstick lesbians, baby dykes, astrology lesbians. Wait, nine astrology lesbians. What the fuck does that mean? A bitch just likes astrology, and y'all like whole separate category, bitch. That's what you are. I mean, like Wiccan lesbians. I'm guessing. Oh, so Wait, what was the last one? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, uh, a strawberry, uh, a stra- not a strawberry lesbian, but a astrology lesbian, non-binary dykes, YouTube uh-huh. lesbians, and lesbians who really want a girlfriend. 
YouTube lesbians? Is that just somebody who's a lesbian for the for the gram or like for for video likes? <laughs> Guess so. So you think you have your YouTube thing going on? I mean, I've seen the girls on TikTok do this before. Like they'll be like, "Oh, if your best friend doesn't kiss you to comfort you, then they're not really your best friend." And I was like, "Listen, Bell Mars has been my best friend for 17 years, and we will hug, we will give cheek kisses, we'll do lots of things, but we will not make out with each other." <laughs> Why? Yes. Cottagecore lesbians who love mason jars in the woods. Is that not similar to astrology lesbians? Well, I'm guessing because if you like Mason driving the wood versus, okay, and the astrology lesbians want to know your birth time, thinking, okay, let's see if we're like compatible by the stars. I'm just thinking mm-hmm. if you're like that crazy and thinking, mm, you're a fire sign, I'm a water sign. It will get steamy in the bedroom, but we can't coexist that long. I don't blame the astrology lesbians because I too am kind of an astrology bitch. I'm like, hmm, what's your sign? Who are you born? I don't know about you. Yes, yeah, probably true because it's hard for them to coexist. I dated a fire sign. It didn't work out. That's what I'm saying. You got to look at that whole chart, bitches. Like you can make fun of us all you like, but have you ever been with somebody whose chart doesn't match up with yours? You would know because you didn't look it up, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Of course, there are tops and bottoms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And verse. Yes. Ha-ha! And now I'm going to go to the gay man slang, which Yay. is... Let me go pull up the post on firstpost.com. There is bear... A bear is just a really big gay man. Like he's hairy and he looks like he, you should hug him, right? Yes, an older, broader, hairier man who, unlike his namesake, unlike his namesake, does not need to hibernate. <laughs> Bitch. Okay, keep going. Beefcake. Beefcake. He's 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 a muscle pig. Like he has lots of muscles. Yep. Most of his time at the gym and the rest scooping up spoonfuls of spoonfuls of protein supplement into his post-workout shakes. Oh yes, mm. the beefcake. Mm-hmm. Hot. Anyway, not at least seen like two like terms for like uh blowjob. That are not blowjob? What is it? I mean, the <laughs> other one is BJ and the other one uh-huh. is coxicle. You know what? Let the gays have that. <laughs> let them have it (laughs) all right sir okay chubby chaser um is this a skinnier gay man who only dates like bigger gay men yep he likes his partner how he likes his pillows soft and cuddly oh chubby chubby people need love too they do i'm chubby I'm a chubby girl. Yes, I'm also chubby. The downside is I have thick thighs and I was sweating my ass off all yesterday in a black dress. Yes, we talked about this earlier, tangent. Um, I just need, uh, like human evolution needs to work on a way for the thighs to just shrink during the summer to a thigh gap so I don't have to sweat between them or like chafe. 
if like if like evolution could work on that like for the future that would be great <laughs> because i'm tired i live in texas bitch <laughs> cruise cruise is that yeah. like a train <laughs> is that like being a train on your way? i don't know <laughs> Yes, to seek out casual gay sex encounters, usually in restrooms, pubs, or sometimes even by the corner streetlight, so you can regret them the morning after. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. A cruise, that's fine. <laughs> okay, a cub. A cub? Is that a young gay bear? <laughs> like a yes, young gay a bear. younger version of the bear, heavier than the otter, may or may not deal with body issues. Ah, uh, okay. I'm doing pretty well so far. What else you got? Uh, daddy chaser. He chases after older gay men. Yes, same thing with daddy. An older establishment who likes his scotched age and his young, his boys young. Yes, okay, but not actual boys, okay? Because that yeah. is pedophilia. That is pedophilia. You'll be a pedal bear, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes, discreet um when you're not out and out with your gayness yes a man who's either in a relationship or in a denial and wants sex on the side ah okay okay i didn't fully get that definition but i was kind of almost there okay and a couple ones or two rude terms to call a gay person ah yes we won't yeah. say those but i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> Uh, the two F ones, but I'll skip over it. Let's see the Hershey Highway. Yo anus. <laughs> yep. When someone wants to make an anal sex sound more desirable, like how would you like to go down the Hershey Highway? I don't think that makes it sound more desirable, just in my opinion. But hey, I don't get things. I don't get anything taken up the ass that often. So like, I don't take it up the ass at all. I can't. I can't speak. <laughs> Okay, iron closet. Iron, like they won't come out of the closet ever? Yeah, a gay man who in such deep denial about his sexuality, he might never step out of the closet. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right, what else you got for me? Looking for networking. It sounds like, like a weird, like like schmoozy party for gay people like you go to like you're in suits and shit like what yeah a man who travels a lot is on the lookout for vacation planes he won't ever call you back ah okay i get you i get you that's i wonder what that that term is for straight people because gay because men do that in general <laughs> i think as well okay nsa of course us straights have that as well oh yes we do no strings attached casual sex that doesn't involve feelings or goodbye messages mm -hmm. that's right otter otter yes oh girl uh uh the only thing i can think of is just like arf 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 <laughs> like they really they really want it i have no idea <laughs> a thinner younger version of the bear has nothing to do with the animal I guess not. Okay, cool. Um, interesting. All right. I would never okay. guess that. <laughs> Power bottom. That's someone who gives orders, bitch. Okay. They may be <laughs> taking it up the ass, but I'm in charge here. 
Yes, a bottom that act like he's a top. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> that's that's not even specifically gay terms. Like there's plenty of power bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. P-O-Z. Pause? Yes. Pause. Is it an acronym? Uh, it's short for positive. An out and proud HIV positive man. Do a lot of men out there are not telling us about his status. Yes, men, be honest about that shit. That's right. Like it's but yeah, you have to be when you're going into a sexual encounter. Like that's not it's dangerous for others. Okay, pause. Get it. Snap to <laughs> pause. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Twink. That is a bottom who is very bottom <laughs> yes a younger smoother cockier gay man yep yeah that's a better that's i i don't forget what i said go that, yeah <laughs> that's better <laughs> okay vanilla that's boring sex yep he likes his sex just like he likes his family values traditional that's right. One of our friends is proudly vanilla. And you know what? I shouldn't say boring sex. They just like missionary. And you know what? That's great for a lot of people. Yeah, her that she does a lot more than missionary, but yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. Well, versatile. A versatile is someone who be a top or a bottom. So they'll take it or they'll give it. <laughs> yep. And a wolf. A wolf? Yeah. Like W-O-O-F? W-O-L, yes. Like the animal. Oh, a wolf. Uh, ooh, the dare on the hunt all the time? <laughs> like, well, it's a hairy gay man who's neither a bear nor an otter, but floats somewhere in between. Also may not howl at the moon if you ask him to. Cool. Hot. We like that. What, what a visual. Yeah. And yesterday. Yestergay, yeah, and an older they're they're they they're gay one day and they aren't the next. Yeah, it says a gay man who's now refers to himself as a straight, but is not like oh, I was so yestergay. <laughs> yes, I'm so good at guessing. <laughs> Get it? Okay. All right, I learned some terms today, child. Otter, like I didn't know what the hell that was. Or a wolf, I'm thinking. Or wolf. Iron claws was a new one. That's a new one too. Um, I definitely didn't know about chapstick lesbians, but again, I resonate with that. <laughs> <laughs> resonate with it. I'm like, oh yeah, am I a chapstick bi girl? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, that was a fun time. Was cool, cool. Uh, I will now go through the things that uh, the gay culture has given us. Um, Yay! So I found a couple of articles, a couple of things, and also a couple of like news things. Um, so I'm just gonna quickly go through them. The New York School um is a major movement of the 20th century it was uh, created by a group of urban gay friendly painters and poets who were active in new york city in the 1950s and 60s um and so they created the new york school 
which is now very um, titular in hmm. New York for artists and other and creators. Um, do 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 linguistic inno- innovations, which you've already discussed. Basically, they gave us a lot of the um, the the terms that we use now popularly. Um, as she said earlier, queer, can queen, um, fierce, uh, work, mm-hmm. tea. Because uh, I sit down and did spill the tea. Tea. Mm-hmm. Gay anarchism. Um, so. It this explains it as the idea of using sex for pleasure rather than procreation. Um, yes, that can be fun. So yeah, it's the idea of play gave birth to a whole philosophy based on pleasure and freedom, as well as the rejection of consumerism to some extent. This is from Culture Trip. I don't know why I didn't say that at the beginning, but this is an article from Culture Trip. An example of this were the coquettes, um, which coquettes, like, yes, it's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. Um, <laughs> it's an avant-garde theater through group founded in 1969, of course, 1969, because why the fuck not, um, by gay liberation leader George Edgar Lee Harris III, and they out pioneered an outrageous style of costume that was inspired by silent cinema, Broadway musicals, and surrealist art. Um, their philosophy was to pursue fashion and art for free while enjoying hedonistic life and their hippie genderfuck troupe. So you can thank a lot of group sex dungeons. <laughs> you can thank <laughs> for a lot of group sex dungeons. Um, new forms of social activism. So like a lot of the gay support insert like movement so gay support black lives matter gay support minors for instance in this article which was the welsh minor strike of 1984 which managed to raise thirteen thousand six hundred sixty three dollars and 48 cents so they they pioneered a lot of new forms of social activism where they kind of were just like gays for this gays for that you know right so that is interesting. Um, they did erotic pop art. Um, so in the 1950s, Pulp Fictions featured vibrant cover art with daring visuals, um, which is the only way to consume erotic, affordable erotic art. Therefore, gay editor CC initiative to publish what were the first gay and lesbian pulp novels. As a is an interesting side note to this, I saw a really interesting article earlier about how. Um, there were like queer like comics were the first ways that people like that gay like writers and producers and editors kind of got to put out storylines that featured them um because it wasn't mainstream comics at the time yeah and i think one of the most famous tests called the bechdel test was written by like a lesbian uh, artist mm-hmm. so for those who don't know what a bechdel test so uh, it was actually started out as a joke but a lot of people use this as a litmus test or how representative mm-hmm. women it is because a lot of movies fail it is that okay this character says she's not gonna watch any movies unless it fits these three requirements mm-hmm. one it must have more it must have at least two female characters mm-hmm. the female characters must talk to each other mm-hmm. and three um they must talk to each other about something other than a man mm-hmm. 
and a lot you would be surprised you would think those would be super freaking easy to do but you're wrong <laughs> like titanic I'll, failed it the movie avatar failed it mm-hmm. like there there's not a lot of like especially and i think it's representative of the fact that there's too many male directors and they don't feel the need to kind of center women like ever you know, and if they're there, they're just prop pieces or they're damsels or they're whatever. But like we could go into a whole entire episode about tropes. My like happy like writer ass will be so happy to do that <laughs> one of these days. I love talking about tropes and how freaking stupid they are sometimes. But yeah. yes, that that is a yeah, the Bechtel test was written by a lesbian woman and comics and pop art like this was the first way that people were able to kind of put out their gay and lesbian characters. Interestingly enough, um, when I was watching Disclosure and um, one of the, um, oh gosh, uh, uh, the, who wrote Matrix? Uh, the, uh, well, let's see, I think Kowski. now they're, their sisters let's see matrix mm -hmm. so the wachowski the trans the trans woman now well now the wachowski sister yeah. um lily wachowski and mono wachowski mm -hmm. so she was on disclosure and she talked about making the matrix and um how like difficult it was like because she was going through transition and like um you know how she didn't really get to explore those themes in that movie even though that's kind of how she was feeling so it, it's just interesting like to see and now it's a lot more mainstream right you see comics now I think um what was it like there was it wasn't too long ago that mainstream comics like specifically a superhero franchise oh it was like north star it, maybe it was dc like dc had a major like wedding between uh like north or was it marvel y'all like you would be surprised how easy it is to get these these the two majors mixed up like because they're so fucking similar sometimes i swear to god but like one of the two had like a major wedding between north star and like their lover in like a a, a wedding issue and it was huge and literally it was less than 10 years ago so like these like comics have only become come in mainstream and like have been exploring sexuality very recently so, oh yeah, it's uh Marvel on uh, it's X-Men. Marvel. There we go. I knew I was like, I said it and then I said DC, and then I was like, no way, pause. I don't think that's right. <laughs> there it is. Yes. Uh-huh. There it is. I think Marvel is a lot more daring when it comes to exploring those like sexuality and stuff like that. Right. Um and like they and they still and I and I applaud them for it because they'll still get a lot of like stupid backlash for it like because they tried to make characters that were non-binary like I want to say like sometime last year and like they face a lot of stupidity essentially from people like basically going what is this and it's just like girl read a book bitch pick up a <laughs> book and learn about non-binary people okay Jesus 
Yeah, because um, I think the only gay character they have was like Batwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's a lot of controversy when Batwoman was to get married and they kill off her fiance because they said, oh, super. And the reason that they say it was like superheroes, when they get married, their like lives go downhill. I'm thinking that's not fucking true because I think like the Incredibles who were married and they mm-hmm. had like a whole lives ahead of them, their superheroing days didn't stop. That's what I'm saying, right? Like that's that's such a that's such a lazy excuse. Like there's so many layers you can add into like a superhero story when you introduce because it's not like marriage as far as like comic books is not all that different from having a girlfriend or a boyfriend. You're still yeah. worried about especially even if it especially is if it's two like heroes. You're always it's like somebody two police officers getting married. You're always right. going to be worried about that other person going out and somehow dying one day or whatever. Right. Like that's that's a layer. And then now you have, okay, maybe you want kids or maybe you want like marriage is such like a like a rich like storyline that you could play with. You're just being lazy. Like, <laughs> so don't try to use this as an excuse. But yes, those are one of the things. Um, obviously music, they've influenced music like a lot. Dance music. Um, now, I don't know if I entirely agree with Culture Trip about disco like that. If I had to, I would say that it probably came out of the intersectionality, in your intersectionality of blackness and gayness, <laughs> queerness. Right. Yeah, so they they say disco, disco arguably emerged out of the 1970s gay nightlife, which I will say they probably had a, a lot to do with it. But I mean, I'm sorry, I will argue this until the end of time. Most great music comes from Black culture. Yes, and dare I say fashion too, because I'm thinking mm-hmm. when like RuPaul Drag Race, RuPaul Drag Race became so mainstream, thinking, okay, look at all these fierce queens, thinking... Mm-hmm makeup tips and thinking oh where people thinking oh let's do bass and thinking nah uh embrace the fucking dramatic be that's fierce right. Hmm. that's right um uh let's see uh oh um new wave this is an interesting kind of thing so like addressing socio-political issues through music writing and art um while it incorporated oh this is okay punk rock it incorporated much of the punk rock sound new wave music created a kind of pop that incorporated electronic disco and experimental sounds again it's music it was probably in, in, introduced by a queer gay person but like <laughs> like a queer gay black person but you know again i'll agree to some extent that is intersectionality um and as you said because i know a lot of like uh black artists in those days like luther vandruff for example i have to pretend i have to be closeted because i'm thinking if i come out as gay it's gonna hurt my fans i know right like and it was so obvious that luther was gay like (laughs) so obvious to me like i'll watch stuff uh, like about luther vandross and i'll be like oh that man is so but i love him (laughs) yeah and i'll say like as you said before fashion um as we discussed before like fashion is very like People, I think, associate it as a very gay thing. Like, but like you know, fashion in the in the LGBT community um, kind of created the idea of metrosexuality. 
it created um let's see let me yeah because i remember like in the 90s and i think probably all the way a little bit to the early 2000s queer eye for the straight guy came mm -hmm. in there so thinking okay men washing your ass doesn't make you gay <laughs> that's right getting betwixt those butt cheeks not gay friend just yes cologne and perfume and wearing lotion mm -hmm. i mean i even fought one of my supervisors on him thinking because every time i offered him some lotion he said i'm not a lady i'm thinking Dr. Ashy, please just wear lotion. Please just wear the lotion. You're gonna start a fire, bitch. But yeah, <laughs> and he did. He started like three fires that I noticed. That's and right. Like See, self-fulfilling prophecy. Damn it. Manage your <laughs> ash. Manage your ash. Um, the aesthetic revolution. Uh, so basically, like face beats and um, androgynous male uh, androgynous models like Grace Jones um yeah that's where the metrosexuality became kind of like popular in the 1990s um face beat which we discussed earlier when you were talking about makeup like just the idea of like baking strobing contouring all of that came from arguably drag ball like the fact that they yeah. were like shaping their features to look more feminine and so that's where women started picking up the idea of like oh let me make sure my cheekbones can cut glass <laughs> yeah so i'm just thinking kind of like you know someone mainstream took it and then it, well someone took it and they just kind of like associate with them kind of like people just associate contour like kim kardashian instagram thinking now nah, that started in the gay community first was honey mm -hmm. hunty okay. <laughs> not hunty because we're not friends but you know what i'm saying damn it yes, um <laughs> And then the flag. So the flag that everyone sees now was uh, created now, as far as I know. Now, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I am getting all of my information off of the interwebs, okay? <laughs> um, but Gilbert Baker's is the first hand-dyed version. So the original flag, every color has a meaning. Um, uh, sexuality is pink. Life is red. Healing is orange, sunlight is yellow, nature is green, art is turquoise, indigo serenity, and violet is spirit. Um, now it's six colors, mostly because like, well, really, it's interesting because it's only six colors in the rainbow seven, but it's six colors. Um, and there's also new versions that appear all the time. So now there's flags for specific specific label so if you're bisexual there's a bisexual flag it's blue and pink yay um <laughs> if you're if you're gay there's a gay pride flag if you're a, a lesbian there's a lesbian pride flag um when donald trump was ruining the whole entire world the original gay pride flag was the orange was replaced with a black stri black stripe to represent black lives mattering and so basically yeah. it was that same thing of gay gay uh the gay community stands with black lives matter essentially yeah so, those are the, some of the things some of the things that the gay community the alphabet mafia has given us yay and as i mentioned there is intersectionality like black gays exist yes they do i'm one of them technically speaking yeah I'm at least half there in the community as well. So don't forget, intersectionality is a thing. And I really hate people say, oh, uh, gay communities against this community. I'm thinking there are gay people in that community. Kind of like I remember this one conservative said, how come uh, veterans only get one day and gay people pay a month? I'm thinking 
They're gay veterans. You're disrespectful. Right. If you care about veterans, then support the gay ones too. Yeah. And if you care about veterans so much, then why don't you give them better lives when they come home? How about that, bitch? Instead of like trying to give giving them more days, how about you honor them when they come home by getting them actual mental health services and making sure they can get housing and making sure that they can recover from the traumas that they've experienced in war? How about that, bitch? How about we how about we are concerned with that shit? Huh? How about this? No, I'm pretty sure. No, we just want to shake them with their hand and give them like free Denny's once a month. <laughs> Bitch, like I don't want a medal. I want a house. I want to be able to sleep at night. I want to be able. That's that's what you should be worried about when when it comes to veterans, not whether or not they get a whole 30 days. How about you honor them 365 days by actually giving a fuck about them and making yes. sure they can live. So it's frustrating to me to say, oh, people back in the days lie about their age again in the military. Now people complain about Mitch pronouns. I'm thinking, what about the people that lie about their sexuality to join the military? Mr. Don't Ask, Don't Tell? Yeah. Remember that? No. No. How about you worry about the women and the trans men and women that are being uh, sexualized, sexually harassed in the military? How about that? Oh, no, we don't want to talk about that shit. No. Mm. Okay interesting but you want to worry about some days okay Mm. and veterans are fine they're more than happy to support other community because some of them are of that community which makes me frustrated exactly oh tisk 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 if you want to learn more about because we're not experts like like i said i'm a baby bisexual girl uh bell mars is... i'm more of an ally at most by curious but i think it's good to learn and i guess learn from a place of privilege because you know i'm an outsider coming into this community so i like to learn my place mm-hmm. and i'm a by what i get wrong and i guess also respect people's pronouns as well yes that's right and let's have a quick like aside about respect because this was bothering me the other day so spill mm, the tea Yes, the respect was bothering me the other day. And this isn't just for LGBT community. This is for everyone. The idea of the like phrase respect is earned and not given is bullshit classism. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just say that to start off with. It's bullshit classism. It assumes that when you walk into a place the only person that you give respect to is someone that you recognize as higher than you on a social hierarchy everyone else is worms beneath your feet until they do something that earns which is arbitrary as fuck because how does one earn your respect okay like And like, you can't like literally sit up here and argue with me and try to say like, oh no, like it doesn't make you like someone who values classism over human lives because that doesn't make sense. Like I treat a janitor and a CEO the exact same fucking way. Okay. (laughs) Like I give them the respect that they deserve as a human being that lives on this planet until they do something 
in their moral character comes into question. So if the CEO spits on the janitor, guess what, bitch? I'm not respecting you no more. You're dead to me. All right. Like, exactly. And overpaid, most likely. And overpaid, most likely, for the amount of work that you do. Okay. Like, so be crushed beneath my heel, bitch. I don't like you. Okay. <laughs> like, and that's that. So, like, I mean, that's, that's, you need, people and like what the there are things that deserve to not be disrespected so do i like caitlin jenner no i think she's a terrible terrible um she's a terrible like person but we would not disrespect her by like using transphobic terms i mean i'm gonna attack her ideals right and totally seems like a bad person thinking okay your economic plan will hurt more trans people and you're shitting on like younger trans people because they didn't transition when you yourself transition when you're well into adulthood right very very late and you're you're punishing your own community and that's not like that's, you don't do that. Like I can't stand people who do that. You get somewhere, you act like once you get somewhere, you uh, you dismiss everyone else who has the exact same issues as you. That's yeah. like- it's. I think it's mostly cause you know, she's also privileged as well. Cause I'm thinking right. it is like classism. I'm thinking mm -hmm. at the end of the day, sure you may be rich and wealthy, but I'm just thinking you're still a trans woman mm -hmm. and sure the conservatives may not respect you as much. Exactly. At the end of the day, the only reason you have their respect quote unquote is because you are rich and white. Those are and the, also famous too. And famous. Those are the three things that are working for you. As soon as you lose that money and you lose that fame, what are you but white trash? That's it. That's what you will be reduced to because their respect is based upon your status. And rich and famous are not guaranteed to anyone forever, darling. That's yeah, all I'm same saying. Same thing with Stacey Dash, where she was like a black conservative. She was the flavor of the week, said uh, whatever talking point, but then she's not making any more money. And now she's backing away from the movie. Said, I didn't always believe all this stuff. I'm thinking, bitch, please, sit a Take exactly. a seat. Take all the seats. Take all the seats, bitch, because nobody wants to hear it now. So that's just, all I'm saying is you respect certain things. You respect people's identity um, and you respect you respect them off bat because like as you don't know that person. So you meet them with respect so that they meet you with respect. That's basically what treat others how you would like to be treated is uh, if you bitches also forgot like. <laughs> The golden rule, that's your respect ties into that. Okay. So like, if you want people to treat you like a God, you need to treat other people like a God. Although we shouldn't be hey. treating anybody like gods. It's weird, yeah. but like you just treat people well until they show you that they're a piece of shit and then treat them like a piece of shit. Like that's, that's my motto girls. So Anyway, I'm done with my little ranty tangent. Thank you for coming on that train with me, Belmars. Um, <laughs> I jumped on too. Yes, because it's 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 real. Like this, y'all y'all don't need to be trash. Like you can be, you know, better. Uh, but if you want to learn more and or you want to like hear like actual stories and opinions and uh, uh, great things about the LGD, LG, the alphabet mafia. 
Alphabet Mafia for Pride Month. I'm thinking, please educate yourself about the community, where they get, where they came from to get to where they are today. Mm Because I know, like, it's good to learn about history. That's one thing I learned from my sister Stewie's that where we are now, thinking why is things the way it is? Because, you know, gay marriage been legalized quite recently. I mean, girl, it is so crazy for me to think about the fact that we were alive when that happened. Like, that's not that old. Like, it's younger than us. That's yes. like, what Even the fuck? before that, like, gay, well, uh, uh, interracial marriage was like legalized in 1960. I'm just thinking, God damn, possibly in my father's lifetime. So thinking, <laughs> shit. Like, my parents were barely here, but like, they were here for it. So it's just like, that's crazy. So, but like, yes, please learn more. Um, Some of the podcasts that I like that are like led and hosted by uh, members of the LGBTQ community um, is Jonathan Van Ness is Getting Curious. I love Jonathan. He's from the new iteration of Queer Eye for, it just says Queer Eye. It's not for the straight guy anymore, guys. It's for all guys, the gay guys, the woman, the (laughs) everyone gets Queer Eye. Um, but yes, I love Jonathan Van Ness. He also has a, um, I hope I'm using the right pronouns. I'm going to say they, they have a book out right now, um, that kind of goes into their life story. So please go ahead and check out Jonathan Van Ness. Uh, they're amazing. Um, and then the read is hosted by two, um, of the funniest, like queer black people, like that I've ever heard. Um, one is named Kid Fury. The other, the other's name is Crystal. I love their podcast. It's very funny. It goes through black pop culture every week and they do like segments where they, um, sometimes they interview people, sometimes they give advice and then they read people down, honey, which is why it's called the read. So Mm -hmm. please get into that. Um, other than that, there's like tons of very specific, uh, alphabet mafia podcasts out there. Um, for instance, I'm going to go through a couple of them. Um, LGBTQNA. Um, so basically it uh it features like stories and weekly interviews with people from the community. So check that out. Making gay history, of course, goes back through gay history. So definitely give that a listen. Um and yes, um I mean, there's a lot. There's uh, to L and back, the L Word Erd podcast um uh what else bad with money the read is on here of course this is from a a website but yeah if you want some recommendations for what you should listen to this month if you want to learn more about uh the alphabet mafia i will link that in the description and you can go through that and see what you'd be interested in i'm really interested in still processing it seems really good like it goes through like cultural shifts um and it talks about those things like lemonade um it goes through uh beyonce's lemonade i mean um like gentrifying brooklyn this that and the fourth so it's really interesting i think i'm going to check that out but yes look for the link for that in the description we're going to take a quick break because i'm sweating my ass off just sitting (laughs) there's no point in this like i don't understand what's going on but we'll be right back to give some advice to some girls who probably don't want it but you're we're still gonna get it <laughs> okay yay. yay oh my god zoom thank you so much and we're back 
Hello, and to kick it off, we have some questions that we pull from Reddit Relationships and Am I the Asshole? So I'll go ahead and go first. Boyfriend who's 30 male is cold and not happy with his wife anymore since I, a 26-year-old female, told him I don't want to be in a triad. Boyfriend, he's 30 years old, so five years has always wanted to be in a triad relationship with him, me, anybody, woman that likes us both. When we met, I was well, 26, Philippine, was young and naive, so she would be like 21 at this time. Okay. Didn't have any experience in relationships and think and didn't think he was that serious about it, but I was always willing to try as I thought maybe I was bi. We tried several times. Two of them resulted in sex with those girls, but they obviously were not into girls and we didn't connect, so, well, nothing came of it. I like the idea of two women together, not necessarily in a sexual way, but in a romantic way. I find it sweet. I used to flirt with a lot of my female friends and the best friends in high school and uni, so I thought I was bi, even though I never lusted over a girl. Besides, some weird year in childhood when I was like nine that I don't remember that well. Recently, we had a friend over. We don't know her too well, yet all of us got drunk and all of us ended up kissing while playing a game of truth or dare. She's quite good looking, yet I still feel nothing. It's not the first time I kissed a girl at all, and all of them were like that. I feel the lips, smooth face. It's okay, not unpleasant, but I don't feel any any funny arousing stuff usually there when it's a man. So when she left, I I told I told so to my boyfriend that I might not be bi at all, and that I might not want to try it ever. Like, what's just gonna be the two of us? He got very upset and said that he can't live with a person who doesn't feel like he feels about being a triad. That's his ideal vision of a perfect, happy life is now destroyed. But when I start packing my luggage to leave, he says I'm making a mistake and I don't care about the relationship. Call me all kinds of stuff. So I cried and I stayed. Now he plays games all the time, so he's awake, doesn't want to talk to me about the problem that we have and doesn't seem to enjoy anything but his game. He openly said he doesn't enjoy life anymore and he wants to play games all day. He's very good financially, so he can afford doing that. That's all considering that we or we have or had plans to move to another country to get home pets, visiting places, etc. He still talks about moving to another country. He still wants to do that with me, but he doesn't seem to have motivation or desire to do anything but play the game. I truly don't understand how you can love someone less because they don't want to be in a triad. It's been five days since the fight and I feel horrible always questioning myself. Maybe I could live like this. Maybe I'm too close-minded, but I know I couldn't. I obliged to show it. Says he's not happy as he could be with without a third, but doesn't want to live without me. So if I leave, I will show him that anytime any meal school anything happens, I run. But he doesn't want to spend time with me. Says how can he be the same with me if I'm not the same person now that he knows I want to be monogamous? I'm so confused and hurt. I feel miserable when I tell him. So he says I'm always like that, but I'm not. He says I better go and finally find some friends to do stuff with and talk to. What do I do? Should I just wait? I feel lonely. After all, I don't really have any friends left for different reasons but my family. And all I do is work at home for his company during the day, cook food for us, and watch a video course in the evening. The game obsessions has ha- already happened to him once. At that time, it was like for 1.5 plus, mu- one and a half months plus. It's possible to s- something to others cannot give. I mean, is it possible to become a healthy couple if one will always dream of something the other cannot give? I do not even know how to leave. Every time I try, he makes me feel like I'm being irrational and stupid. I can't even imagine what a healthy relationship like anymore. He doesn't want to go to therapy. I will go to a therapist tomorrow. I'm ashamed to admit, but I want to do a speed again, even though I'm sober for many years. Any advice we get 
what we appreciate. Tuong didn't read. Boyfriend of five years acts distant and depressed after I told him don't I don't ever want to be in a triad that I'm not attracted to girls. Says I'm not the person he thought I was, thus he won't act lovey dovey, doesn't want to hug all the time, etc. Plays games all day, literally does nothing but plays games. I feel lonely and confused. He doesn't want to talk about it or resolve this issue, doesn't want me to leave, say he loves me, but acts resentful. Do you want to start or should I? Well, I guess I'll let you start and take my breath. Okay. Um I'll give him one thing and that's he told you from the beginning what he wanted. He was straightforward. He said, I want to be in a, a three person relationship, a thruple. That is the only thing I will give this fucker. If you don't leave this man, <laughs> if you don't, oh, I guess I also want to add that he's already been in a thruple with his ex-wife. He used to fight with her a lot too. And I met her. She's quite a character. Asked quite well. So I can get that inspired that he's always fond memories of being in a thruple. Says it was always fun. Says in all the other ways he's seen as prep proper makes me sick. They already broken up two times. They move on, but then he moves her back. Mm-mm. No, like I like I said, he made it clear that like he wanted a thruple, and that was about the only good thing that he did in this relationship. Is that he told you from the get go, I want to be in a thruple, and that's it. Everything else, this man is gaslighting you. He will literally not let you. He will literally, I mean, I can't say that he's physically making it so you're unable to leave. I don't know that. I don't know what kind of financial situation you're in. I don't know. It doesn't seem like from what you said, he's physically abusing you. Like, so I don't know that either. You might have left that out. But he's literally, he's gaslighting you into thinking that like, you can't leave. He's guilt tripping you into not wanting to leave. He's not... He's essential. He doesn't want to fix the issue, even though you've already made it clear that, oh, I thought I could do this and I can't. I only want to be monogamous. He with two people in a two person relationship and he's not accepting that. So he basically wants his cake and wants to eat it, too, but doesn't want to give you what you need. So I'm telling you right now, if you know you can't do this, you need to go. You need to go, not only, I would say that even if you weren't having all these other issues, but because you are having all these other issues and that he won't go to therapy, he literally keeps pulling you back in. Girl, I can't describe it as a toxic relationship because I've never been in a toxic, but it sure as hell sounds like a toxic relationship to me. Like when your partner is being unwilling to like, compromise with you as far as going to therapy but will literally I mean like you both want two different things he wants what he wants you want what you want so you should both be able to get what you want so when you said to him oh I didn't know that I couldn't do this like if you explain to him like I agreed to this not knowing what it is I was getting into and I realized I can't he should have been like I respect you and I love you goodbye because I know what I want and what you want is not the same thing. So you should have literally left you let you leave instead of freezing you out like this. I'm going to tell you what he's trying to do. He's literally trying to manipulate you 
into agreeing to go back into trying again and being a triad. I bet you as soon as you walk up to him and say, oh, I'm willing to try again, he will start loving on you. He'll start kissing on you again. He'll be uh, all lovey-dovey and shit. He'll be less depressed, quote unquote. This man is a fucking actor. Give him his Oscar, girl. But I'm just saying you need to leave his ass. Yeah, so baby BBY hotline says your piece of shit boyfriends instead of fucking two women, watch them fuck each other. That's his ultimate dream in life. And that's why he made an entire personality of sexualizing bisexual women. Any actual bisexual is going to see right through his thinly veiled bullshit fast and is going to want to strangle him for it. We're human beings not walking interacting porn hub clips for him to get off to. Also, he's treating you like literal garbage. And another person says, auntie fascist says, it's okay to want to be in a poly relationship and it's okay not to be in mm-hmm. one. But if you have two partners that have different desires in that realm, then you're just incapable. That's no one's fault. What's wrong here is that your boyfriend will let you leave, but seems to be intent on punishing you mm-hmm. for not being the person he wants you to be to the point that it's affecting your sobriety and your self-esteem. I think it's wise for you to break off with them so you can find them a non-relationship that you desire and he can find his triad. So I agree. I'm thinking... I'm not sure what you think of him, but I think he, there's a lot of manipulation. Because mm-hmm. she said she came in young and she's thinking about probably going back on speed because of him. I'm thinking, I mean, I know the term gaslighting gets thrown around a lot, but I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing, saying, mm-hmm. oh, you're always like this. Maybe you're not. You're making a stupid mistake. You don't care about our relationship. So you kind of like plant those seeds and thinking, okay, maybe I am being stupid or I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking you guys are incompatible and thinking because it sounds like she says she's working because all she does is like work cook and watch videos and then kind of makes fun of her like oh definitely you don't have any friends or you should go make friends or get hobbies outside of it. I'm thinking that's not a supportive partner whether he might be a great guy otherwise the thing is you two are just too incompatible and you should just fucking end it and just let him know I'm not bisexual I don't want to be in a triad and it just does nothing for me so I'm just thinking just fucking leave saying and try or do your best probably reach out to any network you have and and just stay away from this guy because I'm thinking if he wants his triad he can have his triad you want your monogamous relationship having a monogamous relationship and doesn't make you close mind for not wanting that Right. So you're right, because some people are open to having poly and that's great. Some people are just monogamous, doesn't make them any bad or any worse. Mm-hmm. It's like some people have like vanilla sex fetishes and that's fine. Some people have like kinky, crazy ones like whips and like jumper cables or laying and an egg on someone's fine. chest. You know, yes, it's all about communication and trust. I'm thinking you communicated what you want, but there's no trust. Because I'm thinking there's a lot of manipulation. Mm -hmm. And of course, abuse doesn't always have to be like he punches you or physically holds you, but he has a mental hold on, uh, an emotional hold on you, which which hurts your mental state. So just fucking leave. That's right, girl. And I I missed the part about speed, but if he makes you want to girl, if he makes you want to go back on drug, no, 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 ma'am. You know that as soon as somebody makes you takes you to that extent, you need to go because it's not it's not worth it. Like no person is worth your mental and your physical health. Nobody like listen to me clearly resounded from the mountaintops. If you no one is worth your mental and physical health. Period. 
point blank. And this also ties back into respect. The trust and communication, yes. A thousand percent, yes. And this is also about respect. He does not respect you or your choices or what you want. He doesn't even respect your person. Like this man, you say that he loves you. This man does not love you. He just does not want to be alone. I, I guarantee you he just doesn't want to start all over again. Or he doesn't know what love is. Because if he thinks that this is love, like he hasn't seen it properly and he needs to go to therapy regardless, because this is not the way you treat somebody you care about, much less love. So this man does not respect you and ain't no way I would ever advocate if I'm not doing it. I would never advocate for anybody else to be in a relationship, romantic or otherwise, with people that don't respect them. No, ma'am. Yeah, and make sure the words matches his action because Deacon, I love you. You're the best relationship I had. It's better than when I was with my wife when we're in a throuple. I'm just thinking, but he doesn't show it. I mean, he's emotionally isolating from you playing video games instead of like talking with you because I have no problem with video games as I myself do play video games from time to time. But when it's just like isolating to you, that's when it's a problem. Mm-hmm. He's literally shutting you out to get what he wants. It's childish, foolish. Girl, yeah, this dude that. is like 30. And I'm guessing when you're 21 and have no experience with relationships, I'm thinking, oh, you're my first partner. I'll do whatever you can to please. I'm thinking, no. No, girl. You better listen. This is my advice to you. Pack your bags when that man is like not in the house or something. Like when he's asleep, pack your shit and just leave. No explanation, no speaking, no nothing. Cause this is a this is what this deserves ghosting. I'm I don't advocate for ghosting that often, but this is something that deserves ghosting. You leave and you don't say shit. Change your number, go to a like go live in a different city if you must. But don't you tell this man shit because he don't deserve it. Yeah. So I'm guessing for your emotional being, I also advocate for ghosting. Right, ma'am. All right. Sure. Should I go next? Yes. Okay. Here I go. Um, this is old, but this I wanted to read this. Belmar's actually found it and sent it to me. I wanted to read this because I was actually thinking about this the other day. And I want to just get out the general advice. So um, it's Am I the asshole for telling my seven-year-old second cousin I am gay and married? So This person, the OP was over at my mom's house when my cousin Brianna came over with her seven-year-old son, Devin. We were hanging out when she and mom decided they wanted to go shopping. Devin was watching Paw Patrol and didn't want to go. And so I said, I'd stay and watch him. They left and I went to the den with Devin. About 20 or so minutes later, Kayla, my wife, calls to discuss dinner plans. When I was going to hang up, I told her, okay, see you soon. Love you. Bye. Devin turns to me and says, you shouldn't tell people you love them unless they are family, which is pretty good advice if you're seven, you know. So I said, Kayla is family, Devin. She is my wife. But he was confused because I was a girl and Kayla is a girl and he thought we were roommates. He thought about it for a minute and then he decided that I should have a husband. So I told him, well, I don't want a husband. I want a wife. Girls can have wives and boys can have husbands if they want. Or girls can have husbands and boys can have wives like your mommy and daddy. He was still confused, so he asked some more questions. A lot of questions were about his and hers or Mr. and Mrs. stuff. I guess his parents have a lot of that at home or who does what chores, but he generally seemed to get it. He didn't ask about babies or anything, thankfully, and kept everything PG. 
Well, when his mom and cousin got home, well, when my mom and cousin got home, he went to tell his mom the news and she was not happy. She asked me outside and started laying into me about overstepping my boundaries. I thought it was because she thought I told him about sex or babies or something. So I told her what happened. She still wasn't happy. She said they, her and her husbands have been telling the kids that we were roommates and I should have just stuck with that. But I didn't know this, nor do I really like it. I told her she was being intolerant because I know that she told the kids that my brother and her sister were married. Uh, edit not to each other, <laughs> just <laughs> to make that clear. Um, then my mom came out to see what all the fuss was about and we told her what happened. She just said, oh, and stayed on the fence. Then Brianna went inside to grab Devin and both le- and they both left. I asked my mom what she knew about it and apparently she knew about the roommate's lie. I was angry with her too, so after that I left. I got home and told Kayla about it, but she didn't get as upset about it. Called it a misunderstanding. Later on, I get a call from my cousin and her husband about how I need to apologize to them, but I didn't. Now they have taken to Facebook to tell everyone how in- I indoctrinated their son. I'm getting calls and texts from people telling me I had no right to tell him that because it is a controversial subject and he's too young to get it. Mom has come out firmly on my side now, but my brother said I shouldn't tell other people's kids these things at all. I don't, I don't think I'm wrong, but I don't have kids. I honestly don't think I'd mind because I kept everything PG, but I could be wrong. Um, she goes into this whole thing about uh, updates which I'll get to later, but uh, I kind of wanted to go through this because I have a similar issue. Um, I've like kind of like recently been like going through my sexuality and I think I've also uh, kind of discussed on the show before that like I have a cousin, she is transitioning um, right now uh, currently, I won't say her name, but like she's transitioning. and it's been a really like rocky thing with my parents, but um, I mean, in like historically, it's been a it's been a rocky thing with Black people in general, right? Because right. like, in especially of other people's people of color. Like the other day, uh, Bell Mars and I were uh, like kind of hanging out with some of her work friends, and one of them kind of brought up how you know in the Hispanic community they don't really talk about these kinds of things trans and labels and you know things of that nature so it's just kind of like historically like we don't talk about these things and then when you do kind of learn about it it's kind of like like swept under the rug like oh okay whatever but you still kind of you don't address it you don't like like strive to understand and so one of the the issues that I have is that my little second cousins are kind of similar to this as well like they except instead of like they're not as young anymore and their mother has actively kind of taught them to like think being gay is being gross Mm. so yeah like I've I've like had to watch like my little cousins and like you know the oldest one like has um has like out and out like kind of said to my face that like you know um it's weird to be gay or whatever like and that um it didn't make any sense and this that and the fourth or whatever and it was sad to me because at the time like she was this age and like essentially like my cousin had already pretty much indoctrinated her and it's so interesting to me like that she would use that the op would use the word indoctrinated because a lot of the times parents will indoctrinate their children into being like little assholes like you know like little intolerant assholes and you're worried about me like 
trying to reverse that and make them less hateful like that's so like I just want to make it clear obviously I don't think that she's the asshole there there's communications issues in this specific specific instance one like if you were telling your kid that me and my wife were roommates like you should have told me that a because if you wanted me to go along with the story we should have had that conversation um but b like the fact that you would just tell your son a lie when again like i said earlier in the podcast they're going to figure out that gay people exist like they're going to figure out that trans people exist like you can try to keep your children from the rest of the world for as long as you want it will find a way i started learning about the lgbtq community not because my parents told me anything but because i was in school i was in public school we were in the same public school like yeah. where people were like, I've been accused of being a lesbian since I was 11 years old, bitches. Like it's not, I was going <laughs> to learn eventually. Like, and guess what? Nobody explained it to me in my family. I had to figure that out myself. But I'm thinking, huh, there's a guy that came out or like there's some guy mm-hmm. that did dance and thinking, huh? Oh, he likes guys. Oh, okay. Right. Like, and it's like, kids are not born to be like, like hateful confused little monsters okay like you make them that way like kids don't come out of the womb hating black people or hating gay people or hating anyone like it's what you teach them so to kind of sit here and just like like you're trying to get me to lie about my life situation because you don't know how to uh, you don't know how to do what I literally just did in an hour explain to your children in the most pg way possible hey I'm a girl like as in OP's case I'm a girl married to another girl and that's completely fine we we live in a completely normal life like your mommy and daddy we call each other Mrs. and Mrs. we have the same last name just like your it's very it's not that hard and if you can't do it as a cis straight person but you know someone then you get that other someone to explain it to your kid like it's not yeah, it's really not that hard because my niece Munchie, her her one of her godmothers is a lesbian uh, black woman. And even so, like when she was like eight, we were just driving to this wedding like, oh, your friend Lemonade, is she a lesbian? I'm thinking, huh, I know she's been with guys. I'm pretty sure she's by like, oh, OK, then can we have cake afterwards. Get I'm thinking it. it's like, not that hard <laughs> like kids will just let that roll off them like they might ask questions like what does that mean but then they'll be like okay cool this is a fact of life that I'm just gonna move on with right and if you hate it so much then don't bring your kid around me because I'm not gonna lie to make you feel more comfortable like again yeah. and I'm just thinking like oh when you talk about gay you're telling them about pornography thinking no that's like a jump ahead I mean no that's one's not like indoctrinating them or trying to like drag them with pedophilia that's something else completely yeah so. those are not y'all are conflating things that don't have anything to do with each other like trying to say that like me explaining what the terms in LGBTQ um and then conflating it with pornography like girl that's not 
that makes no sense. Like, it's not like everyone who's about part of the alphabet mafia just has wild sex with each other. That's not what that means. Like, it's so you're literally othering us. Like when, guess what? Again, just like how Bell Mars and I learned, your kids are going to learn whether you tell them or not. So they can either learn it from me, like in a safe environment, or you can like have them go out there and accidentally watch gay porn. And then what are you going to do when you have to explain to them why two men uh, are railroading another man? (laughs) or lesbian porn, like women like other women. I'm just thinking also teach them that, okay, if two women are in relationships, not for the male gaze, you're thinking women like women, shit, romantic ways. Exactly. So it's just kind of like, I don't, (laughs) I don't get why y'all think like, it's the same thing. Everything ties back into each other in this episode. Like when we had that same, but the children conversation earlier, like this is the same exact damn, damn thing. Don't try to use this excuse of, but the children, the children understand a lot more than you think. Children are a lot smarter than you give them credit for. Okay. And they understand a lot more than you also give them credit for. I had a three-year-old once explain to me that her parents were getting a divorce and she knew exactly (laughs) what the fuck that meant. And I said, why? Like, but guess what? A three, they comprehend things. They know things. And guess what? Your roommate thing wouldn't have worked that long anyway. If she, if the son had seen them together long enough, he would have been like, I don't think that makes sense. Something was in the, t- in the tea would not have tasted right for them. They would have been like, something is not clicking here. Okay. So all I'm saying is you're wasting your time and your breath. So instead of being hateful garbage creatures, like how about you actually practice some compassion for like two seconds and some respect for people instead of just being dumb again, you look dumb. Yeah. And I'm I dumb. think with like a lot of people on Facebook probably ju- uh quick jump to judgment we told them we're roommates and then you told them we're married so I think a lot of people like jump to judgment and it's kind of like polarized so they're like quick to fight because I know like social media people want a quick response versus like okay you're just kind of exaggerating the situation because everything seems pretty pg like only use it for family like or for married couples like oh I mean don't you need a husband I don't want a husband like oh okay Bam, how, how beautiful like how simply wrapped up but yeah, like, I just really want people to stop. I If you claim to care about somebody, like people in your family, stop being garbage to them. Like, and then acting surprised when they call you out and tell you you're garbage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, be open and honest and listen to them because I'm thinking being around that. I mean, there's a worse environment <laughs> that kids can be in than like a gay couple. I mean, unless the gay couple's toxic, that's one thing, but it doesn't right. seem like from why I'm repping the story, it isn't. So I'm just thinking it's good that you want to protect your kids, but I think you're protecting your kid from the wrong thing. Right, exactly. Again, it's not like OP pulled up a lesbian porn on her phone and then showed it to the kid. No, like you're, y'all are ridiculous. I'm I'm done. But anyway, she, uh, I'll read her second update. Um, they, yeah, she said that they put an exaggerated version of what happened on the wall. So they're, they're just garbage people in general. It seems like, um, 
they are saying they said that uh on social media that op was essentially introducing the subject and trying to convince their son into being gay which does sound (laughs) like that's what happened um and they had to call back and apologize for rushing to judgment which i feel a little vindicated now um anyway uh Okay, no, hold on. I'm trying to read the rest of it and and see which one is. um, She said, I watched a video on YouTube of someone reading the Marlon Bundo book and I loved it. Had to order one for Kayla and I. My mother and I have also resolved not to watch my cousin's kids anymore until I receive an apology from them. Um, She thinks they will come around real fast because she watches the kids a lot. Thanks again, you guys. I'll keep posted if anything else happens so oh, i know what the marlon bundo book was because i remember uh back when trump was president uh vice president mike pence uh had a book called marlon uh adopted a bunny called marlon bundo mm-hmm. so then i think uh john oliver wrote a book in which marlon bundo fall in love with another male bunny and there were gay mm-hmm. rabbits Yes. And oh. Mike Pence didn't like it, but they end up happily ever after later. Yes. Oh, that's so great. I love petty literature that gets just soared to new heights. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. And I just wanted to make it really clear that I'm just actually really, really fucking sad that like, you know, I have to live in a world where if I one day decide to tell like my little cousins that like I'm bisexual they're literally going to look at me like I am a piece of scum on their shoe so yeah it is sad and I know talk with some of my LB well my alphabet mafia friends saying they wish they can ball walk down the street without being hate-filled eyes with their partner so it does hurt so hopefully with the newer generation it changed but you know and hopefully, especially with like our uh, Southern culture with the traditional culture probably dies out that, you know, traditional man and a woman. I'm thinking, I see certain straight couples that should not be together and should not fucking have kids. Right. So, yeah. But I just wanted, yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, but I just wanted to put that out there because it's just like, and you know, like, because you like love your family so much, you will like literally keep sitting up here and fighting until like, because like, you know, it's unfortunate, but, uh, like, you know, I want to have a relationship with my little cousins because I know that like one day that they may have something that they want to tell their mom that they can't because, you've literally like closed yourself off to like certain ideals and so I just wanted I just really want to be able to be someone who can like I don't know like be a shoulder I guess is the best way I can describe it like to where like hey even if your mom doesn't like you can come to me yeah so Yes, I just want to put that out there. Belmars, do you have our last question so that I can like be less sad and more righteously angry? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let me go pull up a am I the asshole? Just give me a sec. All she's doing. Okay. I'll do the am I the asshole for not apologizing when my husband dipped his balls in my poop. <laughs> so I'll you- end on a happier one. 
This all happened last night around 1 a.m. I had just finished nursing our baby and was getting ready for bed. My husband was finishing up some work and was doing the same. Our master bathroom has a separate room for the toilet. So after when I pee, I was brushing my teeth. My husband walked in. He proceeds to sit on the toilet to poop and immediately starts screaming and jumps up. Apparently the toilet has backed up to the brim when he was sat down his balls dipped into the poop filled bowl. He jumps up and starts stripping down, yelling the whole time. I'm actually about to die laughing so hard with the toothbrush mouth, but I rally and get to the work, plunging the toilet as he continues to yell. I apologize, Sam. I'm so sorry this happened to you. It's disgusting, this sucks, or something like that. Now our house has finicky toilets, and we do get backups fairly frequently, like once per week. My husband always blames me, which may have some merit, since I do use toilet paper for all my business, while he only uses it for 50% of his. Mm-hmm. We have several bathrooms in our house, and he typically uses a guest bathroom, his poop room, so the time when he has to deal with the backup allegedly caused by me is rare. Last night, he decided to forego using his bathroom and use our bathroom, which is where the problem literally arose. For additional content, his, I had last had a number two in the afternoon, have used the toilet several times before the ball dipped and had no issue. So after a very long day, he had the shower at 1 a.m. was irritated with me. He felt that one, my apology was not sincere. <laughs> two, it did not take ownership of being the cause of the backup and th- uh, the subsequent ball dip. And three, I should have watched the toilet fully flush to make sure it's all the well. I felt like my apology was enough. I validated the feelings and they genuinely feel bad about it happened. However, consider this an act of God for which I'm not responsible. Additionally, I didn't think it's my responsible to monitor the toy after I used it. It's the next user responsibility to look where they're sitting. So Reddit, am I the asshole for now apologizing for the ball dip and not monitoring the toilet post use? <laughs> um, no. Like, so she said she sat down in with number one, right? Well, she said she sat down with number two in the afternoon and she had no issues. Right. But like right before her husband sat down to like do number two, she had only done number one. Right. Uh, yeah. OK. How how you going to blame that on her? <laughs> like like you and but but also like second of all, why are you freaking out about your poop water? Like. <laughs> Like, like your your balls going to into your poop water like you just wipe it off with a baby wipe. you ain't got like a what you have to wipe anyway so why don't just wipe like this is so petty as fuck this only a married couple would fuck about this i think it's hilarious i think, I think, think really hilarious. the asshole is really the plumbing right like how you gonna blame me because the toilet like decided to back up when you sat on it how do you know it wasn't your spectacularly long turd or something how the fuck are you gonna blame me (laughs) bitch no first of all the fact that you apologized at all it wouldn't have been me i would have been like bro choke and die how about you want me to apologize to you (laughs) because of a an accident like the a bathroom accident i didn't do it like (laughs) no girl you apologize that's it like if he really gonna take this to another level i would be all like is there something else that you want to talk like is there the fact that he really like is taking this this seriously is there something else happening with him 
I feel like you know y'all need to have a conversation about what's going on in y'all lives because like yeah, I mean it's 1 a.m. and I guess if I was the guy I would be pissed but I'm just thinking you know what fuck this I'll sleep it off and then just probably laugh about it in the morning exactly like it's just like you sounded grouchy as fuck but I feel like if he and like which is uh, agreeable at 1 a.m. like it's 1 a.m. you're tired you want to go to bed and then this thing happens and you're like, ah, 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 right. And it's like, okay, fine. That's it's kind of bad, but like brought wipe off, go use the, 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 unless y'all don't use fucking like washcloths was the whole nother like argument. But if you do just use the washcloth that you use earlier, swab the balls, like after you wiped and then go your ass to sleep. Why are you literally sitting up here and asking me to take accountability for something we don't even know is my fault? And B, to give you a, be- a more sincere apology. You, listen, if he really is going to continue with this, you should be all like, do you need to go? Like, is there something else happening? Because this is not that serious to me anyway. Like, Yeah, so I'm thinking, laugh, sleep it off, laugh it off call the plumber in the morning and i guess you know i'm sorry that your balls touched my shit water so and then hopefully laugh around a little ways away because it seems like <laughs> i mean 1 a.m but let's say it's the other way around and my my ass touches poop water i would be pissed too. <laughs> i mean i'm not saying that i wouldn't be pissed i mean i'll be laughing about it but i'll be pissed at 1 a.m thinking now i have to get all naked right like shit like but guess what i would be like you know what it's 1 a.m i'm tired as fuck after i did like a little like like a whole bath really quick or something and got back into my pajamas sleep bitch is the best remedy for almost everything okay so like why if he could i'm just saying if this is a continued problem for him then this is not about this because bitch why the fuck do you care that your balls dipped in your own uh let me make this clear that was his poop (laughs) it wasn't her poop like why are you mad about your balls dipping in your own poop like just yeah i think the poop like dipped up and i guess but she did came in there and plunged it while he's like freaking out that his testicles touched the fecal matter water you know what? I can say this. At least that man cares about cleanliness. Yeah. So I'm just thinking call a plumber to get this fixed and then hopefully peace in the marriage. Cause I'm thinking it's a newborn. And the last thing you want to worry about is plumbing. Right. Yeah. And also bitch, she just nursed her newborn. You better get out of my face. I'm over here feeding, giving this baby life. Push this baby out of my fucking womb. I'm nursing it. I'm making sure that it stays alive on this shitty planet. And you're going to bitch at me now as well about your balls touching poop. I don't care. Bitch, get out of my face with this nonsense. I can't. I can't. Girl, you don't owe this man shit. You are not an asshole yeah i mean if you want to call the plumber and just fix the toilet shit right like child or the next thing you know your vagina will be touching poop water i mean i always cringe at that so i don't want that to happen especially i'm not sure how far you are postpartum because you know if you get stitches in the hoo-ha oh yeah oh yeah Mm. but friend He'll be okay. 
He will survive. Tell that man to eat better. Now I'm wondering what the fuck his poop was like if he's just this freaked out about poop water. It's just water. Like, just whatever. We're not yeah, but fecal matters, yeah. Yeah, but still, again, you were in the bathroom. <laughs> like, you could have just swabbed off really quick. Like, just just made sure to wipe the area down good, rinse off really well, you're fine. Like, it doesn't have to be this serious, bitch. Oh, my God. Well, that was funny. That gave me a laugh. Thank you, Belmars. <laughs> welcome. So, ended up a little bit part notes. I'm just thinking no one sucks here. I'm pretty sure it's 1 a.m. He's exhausted from work. You're exhausted from nursing the baby. So, probably call the plumber and laugh about this later. That's what I would do, too. Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. Um... Well, that's it, girls and boys and gender non-conforming people. We are done for this week. Um, tune in next week when we talk about Juneteenth. Yay! Yay Juneteenth. I don't, I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to celebrate. I still don't know. Yeah, I'm probably going to do traditionally with, like they say, to celebrate with red. So I might make some red velvet cookies and get some watermelon and maybe some red meat. I don't know. Hmm. Nice. I'm going to have to look up some ways. We might give you some tips on how to celebrate next week. The episode will be... I think I'm going to put it out early, but um, yeah, that's it for us. Uh, please be more tolerant and less garbage people. <laughs> that's, and that's educate a- yourselves and be open-minded. Mm-hmm. That's the moral of the moral of the week. If you want to take away is respect, respect, like just respect yeah. is very important. Um, and just like being a decent human is important and that's it like you know that's it be understanding be compassionate but respect is tied into all of that um yeah wear your mask bitches that's also a part of respect because there's still a pandemic out here we're not out of the woods yet kitty cats and Um, please vaccinate because i know president joseph r biden um wants us to be vaccinated at least 70% by 4th of July. So please get your vaccines. And uh, I joked about this at my work that vaccines do not cause magnetism. Please. It really does. Please stop saying that. You're not going to turn into Magneto, okay? If anything, like a great value Magneto, but will go away after two weeks. I mean, what, you're going to find paper clips? Right, like girls and boys, I promise you, you're not magneto like also why would you want to be magneto that man was kind of a an an aryan like except for mutants <laughs> he's, a, he's an aryan for mutants he's a hitler for mutants okay uh <laughs> so you don't want to be magneto but just like you don't have powers i'm sorry only black people have powers which we got on december 21st of 2021 okay <laughs> and that's on that bitch um sure, stewie said the same thing when i talked to her this morning <laughs> exactly stewie and i are here um but have a good week friends We'll see you next time. Stay happy, stay healthy, wash your hands, wear your mask. Uh, We're almost out of the woods yet. 
yet. So I also don't want y'all bitches to be ruining my Disney trip next year. That's right, bitches. Don't you ruin Belmars's Disney trip next year. Don't <laughs> do it. She never been. I have it. I'm, we're making a game plan and everything. Mm-hmm. Y'all better get your vaccinations or I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to turn into Magneto and I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to make you regret your lives. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>